I do want everyone to feel comfortable. That's why I'd like to talk to you about Jesus. <laughs> he, he better not. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you're religious or not. Does anything make you feel more uncomfortable than some stranger going, I'd like to talk to you about Jesus? <laughs> yeah, I'd like you not to. <laughs> you could say that to the Pope. I want to talk to you about Jesus. You'd be like, easy, freak. <laughs> I keep work at work. Welcome to Fuck It, I'll Start a Podcast. This is Season 2, a.k.a. The Revival. I'm your host, JMC. If you couldn't already tell by the title of today's episode, I'll be covering religion. And the reason that Revisited is in the same title is because I've tried this once before. An episode that I recorded earlier, and one that is now no longer available, I believe, because it's just a very bad episode, I tried to piece together a conversation about Kanye West's Donda, my personal stance on religion, and a terrible interpretation of the afterlife. To make it easier for you, you could just think of the Bible. With this episode, I just want to relay my quote-unquote spiritual journey because at some point everyone has to question their faith despite that phrase being contradictory. birth, I was assigned to the Catholic faith, largely due to my mother who, you know, is a Catholic herself, if I remember correctly. And I would like to say that I maintained this Catholic faith for a large part of my childhood, but to be honest, I did not understand, nor was I aware of my Catholicism. Is is that how you say it? I can't. I'm very bad with words. Um, All I knew was that I was baptized and that we had to dress nice on Sundays for church. And while I hated getting up in the morning and dressing up in uncomfortable clothing, I didn't have it as bad as my cousin. His family were Jehovah's Witnesses, and it's not even worth a knock-knock joke because I don't understand their faith enough to find it funny. Um, I did believe that there is a man in the sky watching my every move, and I believed in the son, Jesus. I had that crucifix hung up in my room, one that I still have in the same spot even. And let me tell you, That man has seen the evils of mankind way too often from a boy going through puberty. I swear, priests would have a field day. When I was around 14, this is when I started questioning religion. I proudly proclaimed proclaimed myself as an atheist after having binge-watched YouTube videos that deconstructed Abrahamic religions. I think atheism itself raised some valid questions. Like, how could the Bible be taken seriously if it doesn't align with the scientific narrative of history? Um, In addition, I'm just supposed to believe that an invisible man in the clouds is watching and judging every action I commit? At the time, I would say that's impossible, but the internet exists. When I renounced my faith, I was afraid to admit to people that I was an atheist. I was afraid of being judged because many of my friends shared, you know, the common belief that there is a God. 
Thankfully, I wasn't one of those assholes that scoff at the mention of religion. You know those people with elitist mindsets thinking that just because they believe in nothing means they're better than you? At least I wasn't like that vocally. But, you know, that was more so due to my introverted nature. Whenever I told people that I was an atheist, they would ask me, well, what did I believe in? And I remember I quoted a line I heard in Nacho Libre. Um, it goes like, I believe in science. And I was on the verge of failing my science class with no grasps on Darwinism. Time passes and you live a little more. I learned about different religions and I was introduced to different philosophies. In my high school English class, there was this book, Albert Camus, Albert Camus, The Stranger. Without going into too much detail, the story is about a man content with the idea that humanity's existence is meaningless. And he goes on about his life without a care in the world. Everyone is just astonished at the fact that a man can live without a belief in a higher power. The concept explored in this book, Existentialism, is a philosophy that I quickly adopted. I enjoyed picturing a world that didn't have any meaning, of an existence that didn't have any meaning. It felt like freedom. What I didn't realize at first was that there was a concept that even if no meaning existed, you could still attribute meaning to something like your life. And this is what separates an an existentialist view with a nihilistic one. And I instead viewed reality through this nihilistic lens. This is what kick-started my existential crisis. I believed that there was no point in living, uh, that there was no point in participating in an orderly society if that society exists in an orderless universe. And when you mix this, you mix these thoughts with depression, you get a suicide attempt. Spoilers, I'm still alive today, so I'm sorry to disappoint. In order to pull myself out of my own crisis, I started meditating, and I started listening to psychedelic-like music. I was essentially a hippie without the pot because I was too broke to get me some. I thought about different planes of existences, how the afterlife, hell and heaven, is is just a state of mind. Like, our consciousness doesn't simply disappear. And this was an easier concept to explain back then because I was actually crazy enough to understand it. Fast forward to present day and I've been through a lot of experiences that made me into the person that I am today. Unfortunately, I'm not unique enough to be defined as someone other than a failed podcast host. During this time, I've been trying to incorporate religion into my life. I thought about Buddhism. I thought about the Christian and Catholic doctrine. I thought about the Quran. I even thought about Satanism. I haven't ascribed myself to any of these faiths, mainly because my gripe with all this faith talk is religion itself. I don't believe in following a code or a set of rules to appease those that determine my spot in the afterlife. I believe in maintaining a personal relationship with God. Without all the middleman crap, I talk to God through prayer in the same sense that I have a conversation with people. 
whenever something goes whenever something goes wrong in my life I blame God <laughs> I'm obviously kidding this isn't meant to undermine other people's faith and beliefs you know believe in whatever the hell you want to believe just respect that everyone doesn't hold the same opinion and don't believe that your opinion is correct maybe we're all wrong maybe there's a giant spaghetti monster in the fucking sky If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to give this podcast a rating and share it with your friends to piss them off. Have a good night, and thank you for listening. But in the bullshit department, in the bullshit department, a businessman can't hold a candle to a clergyman because I got to tell you the truth folks I got to tell you the truth when it comes to bullshit big time major league bullshit you have to stand in awe in awe of the all-time champion of false promises and exaggerated claims religion no contest no contest religion Religion easily has the greatest bullshit story ever told. Think about it. Religion has actually convinced people that there's an invisible man living in the sky who watches everything you do every minute of every day. And the invisible man has a special list of ten things he does not want you to do. And if you do any of these ten things, he has a special place full of fire and smoke and burning and torture and anguish where he will send you to live and suffer and burn and choke and scream and cry forever and ever till the end of time. But he loves you. God damn, that was only seven minutes, almost eight. With the amount of cuts, and not cuts, but pauses in between every section. I hated this format. I wrote this script, and I expected this to turn out a lot better than it did, but when actually reciting this, it just all felt so copy-paste. It didn't feel authentic at all. It didn't feel like me. I'm still going to publish this episode as it is, but I'll leave this these thoughts at the end of, at the very end of this this episode, given that it's so short. Um, I, I see the mistakes that I had with this. This didn't feel anything. This felt like a copy-paste, like I said, I think. Um, yeah, it felt plastic to me. And I, I just absolutely hated recording this, you know. I thought it would do it would do better in, sense, in the sense that it would be a little more coherent. And I wouldn't just be rambling on. But the rambling on part... The, those one-off jokes, those really drive home the uh, personality of the show. And so, yeah, I'll be, I'll be doing my best to correct this.